Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, be awesome listeners. This is episode 58. Back to back to back to back is what we're doing here. As many as I can handle every day uh, at the end of the day with some amazing people. Uh, in the Eastern Massachusetts area. And every once in a while, I throw a curveball like Jay Sullivan, whose story was absolutely awesome. Uh, and was so glad to be able to share that with you. Uh, today, I'm really excited about today's guest. I'm really excited about every guest, but today I'm really excited about today's guest. Uh, I, I met uh, Isabel Wilson is her name, first of all. Welcome, Isabel, to the uh, Be Awesome podcast. Another first-time podcast uh, person. Not You are a veteran with YouTube, but first podcast, so welcome aboard. And uh, uh, I met Isabel a couple of months ago uh, when I was doing a talk that I've talked about for the Eastern Chamber of Commerce. When we had a much different, uh, a much different life. It was uh, our normal was really nice, and uh, we were all together, 165 plus of us, and we were having drinks, and they were listening to me tell stories, and we were uh, recognizing uh, some real excellent uh, business ownership uh, award from a friend of mine that's actually going to be on the podcast tomorrow, but. Uh, Isabel's in the real estate world. And one of the things that happened when all of this COVID-19 hit is I started to think about businesses that would be really negatively impacted no matter what you did, no matter how you did it. I didn't see how you could see light at the end of the tunnel. And what I saw really quickly was there was a couple of people that really stood out that were doing something and Isabel was one of them. And I, don't, I know she didn't pioneer it. I know she didn't code. I know she didn't put it all together overnight. But one of the things that I saw that was really cool was on her, on her Facebook page is she was doing these 3D virtual tours that literally I felt like I was in the home. And I could tell that she was doing things to make sure to put people's mind at ease, to make home selling and high, home buying, even in this unprecedented time of social distancing, as comfortable and as as, uh, as close as possible to interaction. So welcome to the podcast, Isabel. That's a little bit about why I wanted to have you here, and I, I appreciate you coming. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how long you been in Easton? Where do you, what do you, where do you work, and what do you do, and why do you love it so much? Well, thank you, Josh, for inviting me. Uh, my family and I relocated to Easton in 2009. Um, from Reebok, it was a Reebok relocation. So uh, during that process, uh, we didn't have great experience with the realtors that we met. And, um, you know, coming from a a professional sales background, I kind of took the attitude of, well, you know, I could do this better myself and um, decided that's what I was gonna do. So I got my real estate license in 2010 and joined Keller Williams in 2011 and um, it's just been a crazy ride (laughs) from there. Uh, My rationale at the time obviously 2010 was a difficult market we were just coming out of the last recession. Um, You know my my rationale was let's if I can do it in a down market then when things are good things will be really good Um, Mm -hmm. and they have been. So um, We've relocated several times in our um, 29 years of marriage um, and 28 actually. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we always started with a school system. 
and how close it was to um, you know the commute for whichever one of us was relocating. Uh, so Easton gave us, it ticked all the boxes. It was a good commute to the Reebok office that was in Canton at the time. Um, there was a, a strong school system. Our boys were 13 and nine at the time. And um, we just liked the feel of the overall community. Mm -hmm. And obviously the community has continued to grow and flourish. And uh, we've been excited to be part of that and see how uh, things have been changing and developing in the last 10 years. Yeah. And uh, you make a great point there. And I, I do a talk um, on the importance of education because I talk to, as you know, I speak to a lot of education associations. And I talk about when people search for homes, the first thing that they look for, when you do a research in real estate, uh, just about any search in real estate, one of the first things you'll find are ratings of the school district and the value of the education. That's a, that is definitely a selling point that helps you to, and, and I'm not a real estate expert, but would hopefully ensure, even if you don't have kids, the opportunity that you're making a wise investment that will hopefully appreciate over time because of, you know, the community first of the education. Um, and I know you're sitting there watching, wondering why I have a picture of the uh, Richardson, uh, the Oaks Ames, not the Richardson, the Oaks Ames Memorial Hall picture behind me. Um, and I will tell you why is I was doing some homework on you. I do homework on everybody before they come on, especially people that I just kind of know. And I've just gotten to know you a little bit over the last couple months. So I do some homework. I do some snooping as Candy Calp talks about her FBI snooping ways. Um, and so I was doing some searches. Now I did some searches on some other agents in the area and there's lots of them with their professional headshots and all of their listings and all of the things that they put on when you do a search for their name, you have some of those. So when I search for your name and then put real estate, you know, the first couple are pictures of you. And then the first picture, uh, the first picture that is not of you is the Easton Children's Museum. And then somewhere around the fourth picture is Oak Saints Memorial Hall. Uh, and then there's another picture that looks like a park. And I just thought that was really incredible. Um, first of all, Oak Saints Memorial Hall, for those that don't, aren't familiar with Easton, and I'm trying to educate all listeners outside of Easton of what Easton is, it is a magnificent community. Oak Saints Memorial Hall was uh, commissioned somewhere in the 1870s, I believe. And um, it was, it was uh, built and it was designed architecturally by H.H. H. Richardson. And we have, I think, six or seven buildings that were architected by uh, him, one of the most renowned architects in the world. And we have some of the greatest buildings in the, the, the uh, park behind the library, especially. It's just absolutely beautiful. They have uh, concerts and, and uh, get-togethers there. And it was a found, it was a hidden gem they found, you know, 15, 20 years ago to expand the parking lot. But that was the one thing that I found incredibly fascinating with how you've taken your career. I'm in sales, too. And sometimes most, well, most salespeople, I'll call them out. Most salespeople focus on the box. They're focusing on the box that they're trying to sell. And most people, in my opinion, that I'm seeing with, with regard to real estate, focus on the box of the home that they're trying to sell. And doing my homework with you, you do all these videos of local restaurants, of the YMCA, of the Children's Museum, and you share these videos on your YouTube channel, which I'll put all of this on the podcast, for people to understand what life is like outside of that box that they're buying that you're selling to them. 
where did you come up with that? And and it looks like it's a lot of fun. I mean, you get to have some really good drinks. I saw the <laughs> I saw the Corfinio video just before this. I'm like, wow, that drink looks delicious. Why haven't I ever had that one? Yeah. Um, but but where did you come up with that? And how often are you doing it? And do you think that that I mean, do you see that that really helps build the comfort of of our community? I mean, you do a great job showcasing it. Well, thank you. They are they are great fun to do. Um, I guess it sort of stems from. You know, as I say, I've been, I've, I've always sold something. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, been in lots of the big companies like the Coca-Cola company, Pfizer, Novartis, um, you know, lo- long-term professional sales. Um, but I also feel it's about selling the sizzle and not just the sausage. <laughs> you, know? Yep. Okay. you know, as a salesperson, you've yep. probably heard that before. Yep. Um you know, I'm a great believer in adding value and um, and and doing something outside the box. I mean, we're we're very fortunate in Easton. Um, there is actually a very strong real estate community. Mm-hmm. Um, we have cooperating brokers that actually cooperate with each other, which is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't always get that, um, but when you when you're moved and relocated. Uh, it's, it, you have to basically almost reinvent yourself and find your position. Mm-hmm. And, and this was my way of finding my own position and my own um, market value for people mm-hmm. uh, without being, um, you know, choose me instead of that person because mm-hmm. it was to give people an, an, a, a different trail and a, a reason to choose me um, rather than an, I would never say anything negative about um, any of the competition anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wanted to actually give my own value proposition and, and it, to be completely different. Um, a, a lot of real estate professionals build their database and their workload around um, friends, family, who they went to school with. Mm-hmm soccer moms, all, all of that kind of stuff. And I, I didn't have that. So I needed to find a new way to build a database. Mm-hmm. And this was, was one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I tell you what, you knocked it out of the park. And, you know, it's not, it's not uh, an in, meant to be an insult. Of, uh, when I was in sales, you know, my biggest thing is to help people. And it's not necessarily in the software that I sold. It's in the impact that we provide. And then the, 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 the value add outside of that. And that was kind of the focus point. Um, the one thing that I took away from it is I felt like I was getting to know you a little bit more with each video that you did, even though you were just talking about it. like the festival of trees video was fantastic, which is a, which that's a very unique, uh, that's a fairly unique event that I, I haven't seen. I travel the country and I, I don't see events like that where we have, you know, all these great organizations and people and company that, that decorate Christmas trees. And for a number of weeks, people can go see them and actually put, you know, buy raffle tickets and enter a chance to win them and the money goes to charity. I just think it's, you know, those things are really cool, but I got to know you a little bit more watching the videos and actually learning more about the town that I was born in. You know, there's things that I, I didn't, wasn't aware of, or there's restaurants that I haven't been to. Um, and you got, you, you get to cut to the front of the line at places like the farmer's daughter. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, you, you got the, you got the inside line. Um, so, so, you know, you, you weathered the recession, you've, you found success, you're working hard, you're showing some uniqueness. You're showing an absolutely amazing level of personalization. And COVID-19 hits. Boom. 
can't be social. You can do YouTube videos and things. Um, what happened there? What were, what were your thoughts? What action items did you take? And, and maybe talk a little bit uh, about your virtual home buying um, program or vir the virtual home buying experience. Well, you know, it, it is something that's evolving every day. Um, the key for me is to keep people safe and to work within, you know, whatever my buyers and sellers are comfortable with. Um, you know, I did have a couple of sellers who decided to withdraw their properties temporarily. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they still want to sell, but they want they didn't want to have people in their homes. And then other people who, for whatever reason, are on a time schedule and, and need to, to continue with their, with their sale or their purchase. So it's really, you know, obviously you take, I take a lead from my people and then I suggest what makes me comfortable and check that it makes them comfortable. Mm -hmm. On the, um, you know, people have been, you know, casually, you know, tongue in cheek saying, well, if you can choose your spouse online, you can choose your house online. Well, I like that. I never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, because um, yeah. with online dating, you know, a lot of it can be can be quite similar. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of us, particularly that work in relocation, quite often and we have been um, working with buyers from overseas and they have been purchasing properties sight on scene. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the past, we have been the people on the ground with FaceTime and you know, walking through the property, showing them as we go along. Mm -hmm. And it's really just formalizing that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, the 3D walkthroughs um, are, you know, very high definition, um, excellent quality. I don't think they, also, they always, you know, show the full potential of a property because it's a, it is a little bit like when you... Um, you know, go shopping for your wedding dress, you know, when you put it on, which that it's the one. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you need to get into a home yourself to, to make sure it is the one. Uh, but what we're trying to do is basically keep as many people safe as possible by doing a virtual tour, a 3D walkthrough. Uh, sometimes, you know, we'll FaceTime the buyer from the property. And then we're actually just show, bringing the buyer in person mm -hmm. to the one that ha is the, the closest match. So again, you know, with like the online dating, you know, you don't go and meet the people who are a 50% match. Mm -hmm. well, some people do, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, we're, we're trying to get people to, you know, go to the homes that are, an 80% match, a 90% match, mm -hmm. rather than, you know, going and seeing 10 properties when eight of them don't really have all the things on your wish list. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing sort of from the buy side. On the sell side, uh, listing presentations and valuations are done via Zoom call. Mm -hmm. So... Um, so they're doing like a walkthrough showing you everything and you're in the comfort of your home or your office? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, 
on my website, there's quite a detailed uh, questionnaire for buyers and for sellers. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I direct them to the website first, ask them to fill in the questionnaire. And then, you know, there's questions on there like, um, you know, what improvements have you made on your property and and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then the seller does a quick walkthrough through FaceTime or, or, or Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you sell a lot of real estate and you, you're in a lot of homes, you really have a good feel for the market and where the valuations should be. Um, but quite often you do need to see a glimpse of the property to be able to make those adjustments. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you have to take into account the, you know, some people will say they put in a new kitchen. Mm-hmm. That new kitchen could be from Ikea or it could be custom built $100,000 kitchen. Right. So some of the things you need to see it just to, to you know, tweak your pricing. And, um, you know, it, it's my job to counsel the, the seller, to coach mm-hmm. them a little bit um, and be realistic and honest. I mean, any time I lose a, a listing opportunity it's because the buyer or the seller didn't like um my price mm-hmm. um but i'll always be honest um you know i would rather turn them down than let them down um you know if if they want a million dollars and it's only worth 750 mm-hmm. then you know i will be honest and i will tell them that i love what you just said, turn them down and let them down. I always love the, you know, the, the trying to explain folks with regard to sales, uh, you know, talking through that I'm sitting here saying, wow, this actually could be a bonus for you. And I, again, I've never sold a house, uh, in my life, but what I, what, what I watch on the, uh, non-real, uh, real estate shows, the millionaire, uh, million dollar listing shows and the flip this house that they sell in 36 minutes and all that. But in kind of in talking to some realtors that I talked to, you spend a lot of time visiting homes with prospective buyers with most likely many of those houses being in that 50% or less, but trying to get a feel for them. Now you almost have a forced, this is, this is the way we have to show you the houses. So you're qualifying probably a lot quicker what the fit is and, and really getting down to the, to that bottom one or two or three houses that might've taken you eight, nine or 10 visits at different places that, that didn't make sense. So it might, this could actually be a blessing for you long-term as far as a way to do things, you know, even after this is over. Um, but yeah, that's the, those are, those are great points. And so the, the, um, the next thing is you sell a house. I mean, have you, it, it, I'm assuming you probably sold a house during this, this whole thing, or you've got a house going through a sale or, you know, yeah. a typical closing, you got to go to a lawyer's office or to a bank or how's that all working? Is that still the same or is it, how does that? It's been um, fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I, you really wouldn't believe this, but, you know, uh, last Tuesday, mm-hmm. we had a, a closing for a property in Easton and um the, the attorney's office is just on the, the Eastern Brockton line. Mm-hmm. And um, he asked my, my clients to call him when they arrived in his parking lot. Mm-hmm. 
and he brought them out the package and watched them sign the paperwork through the car window. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, they pre, uh, they had pre photocopied their driver's licenses. Yeah. And um, then he had the buyer come next and went to their car and got the paperwork signed. Wow. So drive up house closing. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's, you, know, um, <laughs> you know, hats off to the attorneys. They have, um, you know, they, the banks in, in Massachusetts, the banks do require that it's hard signatures on the, on the final yeah. paperwork. Uh, so, you know, some of the attorneys have had, have set up desks outside, like sort of on their, outside their offices they've got hand sanitizer and gloves and you know all that fresh, kind of stuff fresh pens for each side <laughs> fresh pens. um so yeah that they, they have been um inventive and have been working really hard you know to keep the transactions together yeah. um i had seven that should have closed in march um three closed Two were moved to April and they have closed. And then the other two are waiting on town hall to open so they can get permits. Oh, yeah. So, I, Wow, I didn't even think about that. I actually, um, we can talk offline about that. I actually, I do another podcast for, uh, for Dude Solutions, my, my day job. And we did, we had a, a, a town manager in, in um, Washington State last, last week and we we're talking about uh, getting permits when town hall is closed. It's tough uh, unless you have an online, you know, an online portal or something to, yeah. that you can, that you can do. I didn't even think about that. Um, you know, listening to this whole thing, what, what is amazing and what should be a takeaway is, and I don't want to say this and scare people, but if the new normal is exactly where we are today, your resiliency along with the lawyers and the home buyers and home sellers, and I'm sure the inspectors, and everyone else has actually figured out a way that if nothing were to change from here on out, you could still do business as usual. You figured out business as usual in an unprecedented, very difficult time for everybody's life. And that is amazing. Uh, because I, like I said, when I first started doing this daily podcast, I honestly, I was trying to think of all the different industries in town that I could tap into that are showing uh, resiliency and capability and everything else. And you were one of the top ones. Real estate was one of the top ones that I just go, I just put my hands up and I go, if I was in that industry, I have no idea what the first thing I would try to do is because it's so client engaging and client facing. Um, that that's just amazing. The things that you've done hats off, congratulations. And, and hopefully all I'm, I'm sure all these sales are going to come in. All these closings will come in in the next 30, 45 days. Everybody's going to be happy and they're going to be heading over to uh, to some of the places that you showcased on YouTube. Yeah, well, well, hopefully, you know, that I think the hardest thing for me is um, the client interaction. I mean, I base mm -hmm. my business on referral. Mm -hmm. um, I love my clients. They become friends. Yep. And, um, you know, it's really hard for me not to hug someone congratulations when it's such a big deal i mean it's a privilege to be part of of the process when it's the biggest purchase in a family's life you know and um 
it is a privilege and I do miss um, not being able to hug them. <laughs> yeah. Well, good, good news. Uh, I have uh, be awesome free hugs t-shirts being made. Uh, I have gone, I have said, I've made multiple posts on LinkedIn over the last couple of weeks that said, I look forward to being able to have cold drinks and warm hugs with people. So I, I'm, uh, I've got uh, Jeff Bishop, who's going to be on next week, that does all my shirt making. We've got some exciting news, but I'm having a special free hugs t-shirt. So we'll make sure we get you one for, uh, for when we get out of all of this stuff. Um, one more thing I want to talk about, because we're going to, you and I are going to actually do a follow-up call. This is going to be my first back-to-back with the same person uh, interaction. Um, the town of Easton's got you for four, for four more years, as near as I can tell. Uh, you're stuck with us because... Uh, you took on uh, a, a pretty big task uh, for the town uh, from a business perspective. You are the new, uh, newly appointed president of the Eastern Chamber of Commerce. Yes. <laughs> so first of all, congratulations. I, I didn't put a congratulations on your Facebook thread because I thought I would just get lost. I don't know who has uh, more comments on a post, uh, you or Tom Brady, because uh, you just had an endless thread of people congratulating you, which is just proof positive of how how much you how much you mean to the town and the community and the businesses in the community. So um, we're going to be doing this um, this first after hours get together. We've got the I think about twenty or twenty five uh, local businesses. Uh, I joined the Eastern Chamber of Commerce this year. I had Karen uh, Newman, who's on the East, is part of the Eastern Chamber of Commerce last week, and most of these businesses are. Uh, give a little plug for the Eastern Chamber, what people can do, how they can join, and what in the world were you thinking to become? Uh... <laughs> so, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, I'm, I'm honored to take on the role. Um, it, it was uh, discussed and um, decided before all of this um, happened. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but I do feel actually it's a, it is a great time to, um, people are going through a lot of change and I think it's an, an excellent time to be able to be here for a re- as a resource to businesses mm-hmm. um, to show resilience, resiliency and, um, you know, and help, help people that have helped me um, and, you know, just keep growing and building the community uh you know they're big shoes to fill mark lombardi um we kept him for six years we did yeah. <laughs> i think he only agreed to two and we uh we kept him for six years so um he's done an excellent job and now I'll, I'll do my best to fill those shoes uh the eastern chamber of commerce website obviously is a great place to go for information and and details on joining um, you know, we want to grow our membership, obviously. So as we've got um, contacts for people and opportunities for our members to network with each other, mm-hmm. chances are, if you're having a challenge in your business, there's another business owner out there that has the same challenge or has an experience with the challenge in the past. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we've got people who can help give advice on the, you know, the ever-changing situation with SBA loans and the, the CARES Act. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems to change every five minutes. Um, we've got a lot of professionals that can will give advice 
our members and and just you know help the community flourish you know we we all want to come out of this seeing our fellow businesses survive because our community needs them mm-hmm. and uh you know we 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 want to continue just to grow Easton and to attract people to our, our town, to our community, you know, not just for the school system, just, you know, being known for having great restaurants, great businesses, you know, whether it be insurance, car dealerships, um, auto repairs, and all the businesses that we have that really make Easton a uh, a great community-based uh, business uh, center. We've got a business that actually has a trained dogs that scares geese and ducks all, away yeah. from. Yeah, I mean, awesome. We've, yeah, we've got some great. Uh, so I, I looked at the directory of the businesses and I try to keep up with all. I've, I've got a little bit more time on my hands apparently that I can just start researching and looking at these things. But no, before I joined the chamber, I wanted to see you know who it was, and I said, well, "What's this company? I've never." never heard of them but that's what they do they have the most amazing dogs well-trained dogs which i'd love to send mine over for some training mm-hmm. um that chase geese and, and ducks off of uh properties and golf courses and and sports fields which is that's just kind of cool um so you know it's like yeah. we, we focus a lot on just like the focal points of restaurants and things that are in front of us car dealerships but there's a there's a whole magnitude of businesses and i think that what, what attracted me to the chamber is there's such a, a diverse group of, of different businesses that all have the same challenges. They have solutions they want to provide and they want to figure out how to get it out to the people that, that need it. Um, and a rising tide floats all ships. So if we all work together and row together and not be competitive in such a point where we're counterproductive, um, we can all win. And, um, and, and the best part about it is Easton's got great people as every community does um, and showcasing that. So listen, I've become a, I've become a huge fan uh, over the last couple of weeks since you and I started talking about having you on the podcast. How do people get a hold of you? I'm going to put all your links on, but somebody wants to buy a house, sell a house, join Easton Chamber of Commerce, or know the best place that you love to go to eat or have a drink, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, cell phone is always the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, my cell phone is 508-269-0509. Call, text, FaceTime, whatever you need. Um, and, you know, that also goes for, you know, if there's someone in the community that has a need, it doesn't have to be real estate. You know, if someone in the community ha- has a need, um, you know, I'm a great believer in connecting people. If it's something that I can help with personally, I will. Um, if it, it, I will find someone for you if you, if you have a need whether it's a, a landscaper, if someone's at, um, at home in quarantine and, and is in a domestic violence situation, uh, anything like that, you, you know, text me, call me. Um, I will know someone who can help um, at any end of the spectrum. Amazing. Well, uh, Isabel, thank you. That phone number again, is that's her cell phone. And I love Uh, I give out my cell phone and my direct office line everywhere on every post that I do professionally. Uh, I think it's pointless to have all these uh, places and not have a voice that you can call out to and talk directly to. So congratulations and thank you for being, I think the first or the second to, uh, to give me the, to give the cell phone number out, which is 508 
269-0509, correct? Yep. Awesome. Well, I will put everything out on uh, our websites and on this episode link, uh, and we'll be on YouTube here shortly. You'll probably get to watch it before we have our after hours. For those of you, I'm going to give a shameless plug. So thank you, Isabel, again for, uh, for joining us. I'm going to close this out, and we'll be talking again with a larger group here in less than an hour. Um, and uh, for those... I might have time to go for a cocktail. Well, yeah, if not, or bring one with you because it is after hours. It's going to be a 5 p.m. thing, so we, we, we will definitely, I will definitely <laughs> have one by then because it's been a day that ends in Y. Um, so, so, so thank you again for sharing so much and all that you do for uh, this incredible town of Easton that you share uh, beyond just selling homes. And look forward to the next four years of your presidency. Congratulations, and, and thank you for stepping up uh, and doing that. So that will do it for episode number 58 of the Be Awesome podcast. This is a great one. If you want to buy or sell a house, they're still doing it. Uh, people are still figuring out how to do the things that before uh, COVID-19 quarantine, we were all together. Uh, we're still all together, just in different ways. And, uh, and Isabel showed uh, a number of ways that they're doing it in real estate. Uh, really excited for some upcoming episodes as always. If you're a local resident, you don't even need to be a local resident. If you've got a story to share, if you're doing something that uh, is, is creative, inspirational, innovative, um, or you just, you've got the resiliency to just keep fostering through all this stuff, this does suck. This is, there's no two ways about it. Uh, don't ever think that I don't think that it does. This is a, a difficult time for all of us. We're just trying to figure out how to weather through it with some good news and some good vibes make people happy. And, and Hey, if we can promote some amazing folks that are doing great things, uh, even if they don't uh, have something for you now, they might be able to help you with something later. So um, as always, uh, I'm always looking for likes, shares, subscribers, comments, questions, complaints, anything you got, bring it to me. Uh, I want to grow this, make it better. Uh, this is something that uh, I, I'm really becoming more, more and more passionate with, I guess, probably because I'm doing it just about every day. Um, but if you do, I got a whole shipment of shirts. I actually got a handful of Be Awesome masks. So you do a rating and review. Maybe you might find a Be Awesome mask in your, uh, in your package because you get a free shirt. Just send me an email, josh at beawesome, J-O-S-H at B-E-A-U-S-M dot com. And in the meantime, if you can be anything, be awesome. Have a great day. <laughs>